Um, so I remember laying in bed. It was dark. You know, I had the light off and just the TV, the glow of the TV on in my room. And, you know, I woke up out of the, out of a slumber, you know, I, I was, I would say totally conscious, but just kind of had, you know, a little groggy kind of came out of sleep. And like, I hear this very slow footsteps coming up the stairs and, it, you know, just creaking slow footsteps coming up the stairs. And, you know, my, I figured out oh, my grandma's probably, you know, went downstairs to grab something to drink or something and she's coming back upstairs. So I called out into the hallway. And I'm like, hello. And I didn't get any response. And so I continued to hear the slow creeping footsteps for what felt like an eternity. It just kept going and, 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 but no, you know, I would call out and be like, hello. And I, and I wouldn't hear anything back. And, you know, being a small child, I was absolutely terrified. So I didn't actually get up and look. Um, but, uh, eventually it, it stopped and, you know, and nothing came of it. And I think I ended up falling back asleep. <laughs> Hey, I'm Brandon from Promises Cap Collective. This is the Hey, How's It Going? Share. I'm here with Ashley Ryan Nunley, who is a musician from Ohio. He's the vocalist and guitarist for the band Paco is Desperate. Hey, Ashley, how's it going? It's going great. How are you, Brandon? Dude, having a good time, man. Just having a good old ADHD-filled day. Heck I forgot yeah. to take my Adderall this morning. So let's see how this goes. Um, but yeah, so first off and uh, foremost, why don't you plug and shout out anybody or anything you'd like? Well, I, uh, I like you had said, I'm the vocalist and guitar player for Paco uh, is Desperate. We're from Toledo, Toledo Ohio, and uh, we do post-sport, you know, I got a little bit of an echo on coming through. Okay. Uh, yeah, I was trying to share the Discord, but that's not going to work, I guess. Um, all right, continue. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So we, uh, we just put out a split with another Toledo band called uh, Brown Maple and that's available Spotify, Apple music, where we find music. Um, we have a band camp. Um, all of our stuff's available for purchase on there. Paco's desperate.bandcamp.com. Uh, we're on Spotify, iTunes. Um, we, uh, are launching a merch store soon. Um, and we'll have new merch available and, uh, we're super excited to, uh, hopefully get back to gig in here once this, uh, COVID crap is, is all sorted. So, um, aside from that, um, that's uh, that's pretty much all I got to plug. <laughs> all right, cool, man. Yeah, this COVID shit's been crazy. I just got a notification uh, for my own show, and I don't know why. Because <laughs> I posted it yesterday. I don't know why. It, 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 YouTube notified me. So it's, yeah, oh, They're just keeping you on your toes, man. They're just making sure you know what's going on. It's not even for this episode, though, like. Like I just got a random notification from my past episode from like last Friday. Uh, Our YouTube does the same thing. Like I'll get notifications like days later that like somebody commented on your video and then it doesn't say which video or, or like what they said. Like I have to go into YouTube studio and then like dig it out and be like, Oh, okay. It's that's bad, dude. It's so bad. Yeah. YouTube Google fix your fucking platform. <laughs> Please. Please. Yeah, actually, you know what? Leave it. Don't even fucking fix it. Because they fix it, they're going to make it worse. Like Exactly. YouTube tends to just make everything worse when they try and fix something. So Bad stuff. Alright, cool. So let's get down to it, man. How'd you pick the name Paco is Desperate? <laughs> uh, it, originally, it was just Desperate. Um, I started the project in 2014. Uh, it was just me um, doing acoustic stuff. 
um, you know, I was in my bedroom with the eight track recorder and didn't really, yeah, I have a, I had digital, I still have it. It's a digital, it's a task him. It's, um, you know, like you plug an SD card into it you can record on each channel and then send all the stems to like a, like a mixer. Like yeah, I used audition, um, by oh, Adobe. I was thinking, I was thinking like eight track, like the cassette. <laughs> Well, it's it's a similar concept, just kind of a modern format um, of it. So I was gonna it's say edited. I want it, but I don't want it anymore because it's digital, dude. I'm an I'm an analog junkie. I don't. I got analog radios. I'm a ham radio guy. Um, yeah, I got all kinds of analog shit. Well, they um, they do have tape ones. So I mean, I don't know if you know they they make new ones or anything, but I'm sure you could probably find an old tape one. Um, they definitely do. Um, but yeah, I started doing that in 2014. It was originally just desperate. And I don't know, somewhere along the line, I kind of like was playing up this character that I thought was funny <laughs> and it was this, this Paco character. And eventually the two just kind of morphed and it was almost like a, a joke at first that everybody was like, it caught. And so I just never changed it. I'm like, I guess that's what we are now. We're, we're Paco. <laughs> Hell yeah. Now you get a full, so did you start uh, just as yourself or did you start with a full band? I started as just myself. We didn't even really start to try and mess around with full band until 2018. Um, and of course, you know, we had some guys and they left and then some more guys came in and they left. And we finally settled on this lineup that we have now, which is myself. Uh, Cole is our lead guitarist. Uh, Daniel plays bass for us. And uh, Logan is our drummer. All right, sweet. Um, now I'm getting notifications that you shared it, the the video and somebody else too. So just all kinds of notifications coming in. Um, <laughs> sweet. Uh, we got uh, six people watching right now. Shout out to all of you. Uh, oh, Shout we got people to commenting too. I didn't even realize the comments are coming through. Hey, Noah. And yo, what up, uh, Alex? Alex hey. Baird. Alex, Alex Baird from Fate's Got a Driver and the Casket Company. Good friend of mine. Sweet. Shout out to you. Um, and we got Noah from Punk Stereo watching. So, hey, guys. Hey, Noah. Um, sweet. I'm going to move it on with, uh, so you play guitar and you sing in this band. Uh, as I already stated, do you play any other, do you play any other instruments? It depends on whether you define playing as uh, competent or not. Um, I, I can play the bass and I am competent at the keyboard, um, but I know by no means. First I can play the bass, but I have one. Yeah. I don't own a bass, but I, I can play one. I feel like most guitar players can play the bass it's Ooh. just just depends kind of on like whether or not they can play it well <laughs> yeah i can play my own music but that's like it uh yeah when it comes to playing like somebody else's song I'm like nope i'm having a wild hair day over here <laughs> that's why i put a hat on man i know right I'm, I'm gonna have to start thinking about becoming backwards hat long hair guy i don't know about backwards hat for me but i don't know let's see nope <laughs> that's a big no um, some people can pull it off and I am not some people so let's um, go with the, you know. that emo high hairstyle uh, Braden Barry I hate my dad do you uh, know Braden Barry uh, I don't know him personally um, fan, you know um, he's definitely like especially when I was starting um, doing the acoustic thing Braden was like a huge inspiration to me because here he is kind of kicking ass doing that um, so in Never Shout Never and Dashboard Confessional were always big kind of influences too. Um, don't know Braden personally. Would love to like actually be able to talk to him. He seems like yeah, a really he's on guy. Facebook. You can like message him. Um, I'm I had him on the show. Uh, what two weeks ago now? 
That's I the notification. That. Yeah, the notification I was just talking about was was the notification for his episode. I was like, gotcha. "Why is that showing up?" I posted that last week. Um, but yeah, that, he was really cool to talk to. And, yeah, uh, I saw that you uh, had him on. I was gonna watch that. I'm gonna. That's on my to watch list, which is just a, a huge endless thing of so many other bands and shows, and like I gotta catch up on so much. Uh, yeah, it's man, hard it's on YouTube, Facebook, Spotify, Anchor, all the places except Apple because I'm not cool enough. But um, yeah, man, it, it was a cool episode. He talked about a lot of neat stuff and gave us some neat impressions and ghost stories. Ghost stories, are cool. I like that one. Ghost story. Um, yeah, we'll talk about that later on. I hope you have some. Um, so how did you start making music? You might have already said this, but I might have missed it because uh, no, we had her all. It's okay. Um, I started making music. I guess it all began, um, I don't know, when I was a young, younger man, like probably 10 or so, um, I was, I just, my cousin, uh, was like super into alternative culture and like MTV and VH1 and stuff like that. Cause we're talking about, you know, this was 2005 probably. So MTV was still a thing, I guess, to an extent. And, um, she had all these VHS tapes and interviews of like Kurt Cobain and like green day and blink 182 from the nineties and stuff that I just thought was so cool. Um, I got my first guitar when I was 10 years old as a birthday present from my dad. And I sucked at that for about four years before I finally started to not suck at it and started writing my own songs and stuff probably around 14 and through various little failed bands and projects up until I started doing the, the Paco stuff. And, you know, I've, I just kind of dived into that. I was like a depressed teenager who liked emo music. So I was like, okay, I guess this is what I do now. Um, and I've had a lot of fun. It's, it's been uh, a really cool journey to kind of transition from being a, a bedroom artist to kind of now like we're, we're playing shows and we're, we were planning tours for this year, obviously, until COVID. Um, so now we're kind of moving a lot of that stuff till next year. But um, it's been really awesome to kind of transition from just being like, you know, a, a kid in his bedroom that's sad and writing songs about being sad to, you know, people actually really vibe with our music and get something from it. You know, I, I think it's super meaningful. I'm, I'm going to try something. Uh, that was uh, while you were telling that I had an idea, but uh um, now I lost the idea, but yeah, that's crazy, man. Anyways, about what you were saying about the depression, because I deal with that myself. And I, you know, what? I was watching your page while I was kind of researching the the for the interview. I seen you you had a, a little tribute to your uh, your friend, I think Charlie, Charlie Jackson from uh, he he was a guitar player for the band Brigades, and he also was in a band called Pet Peeves. Um, and uh, Taylor, our our band's manager, actually. Uh, had Charlie kind of penciled in to produce our, the you know, the next release that we're working on. And unfortunately, Charlie recently passed away. Um, so that video in particular you're talking about was my cover of a pet peeve song uh, called Brand New Day that I released as a, as a tribute to Charlie. Yeah, it was good, man. Um, Thank you. Yeah, I'm sorry for your loss. That's horrible. You said it was a couple weeks ago? Yeah, Charlie, he, he passed. I think it was probably about three weeks or so now. Yeah, he's he passed away. That's sad. Um, Definitely way too young, that's for sure. Okay. Um, all right. Uh, but yeah, so <laughs> I don't know how to come up from that. 
but uh <laughs> it was a good yeah. it was a good cover i liked it made me want to check it out i just didn't get around to doing it yet but uh definitely was, check out um, pet peeves and uh i mean charlie also did a band called versus the robot that they have one album that's on on Bandcamp, and it's one of my favorite records i think it's it's just so phenomenal and he he like it was on a hard drive. It was recorded in like 2012 and then it was on a hard drive and never got released. And then he finally like recovered the hard drive. It's a whole story told about how that album came to be, but it's like virtually unknown and it's such a good record. So it's called, um, I forget what the name of the record is, but it's versus the robot um, versus the robot Bandcamp. Check it out. Fantastic. I'll have to look that one up. Um, I'm going to put the number to call the show because that was my idea. I don't know how I mixed those two up. I think it was just because I, I you were, what you were talking about and then the idea popped in my head. But this is the number to call the show. Um, yeah, so if you guys want to talk to me and uh, me and Ashley over here, you can do that. Um, yes, give us a ring, ring, ring on the cellular. Yes. So uh, back to the questions. Uh, we're So we're going to play your song here in a couple of questions. Uh, when we talk about uh, your new song Autopsy on that split. But for now, what what genre would you describe your music as? Because I, I kind of think it's like a twinkly kind of thing, shoegaze kind of. Uh, it's I, I feel like it's kind of hard to put us in a box. If, if you're going back to like, obviously, you know, now we kind of have to like separate the solo stuff from the band stuff. As a band, I think we're pretty much a post-hardcore emo band. Um you know, there are influences of like shoegaze and and I would say like pop punk and that kind of thing. Uh, but for the for the most part, we're, I think we're definitely like a post hardcore emo band. Like we love so many different subsets of those kind of two genres, um, and that's I would that's where I would put us. Um, but we've been called everything from math rock to pop punk, you know, all over the spectrum. Yeah, I definitely like it. It's some good stuff, man. Um, oh, thank you. So yeah, uh, we're gonna play Autopsy in just uh, just a few minutes. But before we do that, uh, a couple more. Uh, do you want to thank anyone for where you are right now? Uh, yeah, absolutely. Um, I want to thank my mom. Uh, my mom passed away in 2017, and I, I wish that she could see where we're at now. Um, but I know that she's uh, she's there in in some form, some capacity. Um, I want to thank my mom. Definitely everybody that supported us. Um, especially through some of the more like rougher years of the project when I didn't really know exactly like what I was doing. And I was still kind of trying to figure this out. We've had some people that have supported us through thick and thin. And, um, you know, I want to thank my bandmates too, um, for putting up with me because I'm not always the, the easiest person to put up with. And my girlfriend, cause she's amazing as well. Um, you know, basically, you know, everybody that's ever gave us a shot or supported us, uh, my gratitude is, is endless because you've helped me kind of live a dream that I didn't know that I'd ever get to live. And it, it's awesome. Man, that's horrible about your mom, man. Um, sorry yeah. to hear that. But, uh, yeah, it happens. Uh, you know, I, I would love, I'd like to think that she'd be, uh, she'd be proud of, of me. So uh, that kind of helps me deal with it a little bit. And, you know, mother's day was hard yesterday, but uh, you know, or Sunday, but uh, I, I I just have to live and think that you know she she would approve and she would be right there cheering us on. So, all right, cool, um, sweet. So, do you, yeah, that's not a good follow up question. Um, so we'll ask that one later. What are some of your musical influences? 
Oh gosh, everything. <laughs> um, I, I I love music, and I have kind of eclectic tastes all over the all over the place. Um, it all started with Nirvana. <laughs> I feel like a lot of you know rock musicians. It kind of starts with like Nirvana, Green Day, Blink One Eighty Two. I'm a huge Red Hot Chili Peppers fan. Huge Alice in Chains fan. Um, as time went on, I kind of got more into the emo, obviously, like American football, the Mike Kinsella projects, the various projects that Mike Kinsella does. Um, I'm a huge fan of the band Sea Haven. I love, um, let's see, uh, Heart Attack Man is a, is a huge, I've, I'm a huge Heart Attack Man fan. I've heard Handguns. a lot about them. Oh, yeah. Heart Attack Man is uh, is so their, their music is awesome. And what I really love about them is they're just kind of in your face. They don't really care what you think and i think that that's kind of an aspect of uh of rock music that's been missing i think everyone feels like they're walking on you know eggshells and they've got to please everybody and eric and heart attack man they're just basically like screw you this is what we are love us or hate us and i I admire that okay cool um so neat there now we're gonna get to the the song meeting part uh what tell me what's the is there a story behind autopsy before we play it um yeah to an extent uh, it, it's basically a song about um you know we wrote that song before the pandemic <laughs> so so the funny thing is like a lot of the lyrics kind of line up with the pandemic and stuff and that was not intentional um uh, sorry for causing covid with autopsy apology for that <laughs> but uh it's it's just a song about basically a, a toxic relationship kind of like you know there's this significant other or whatever and you know you're like a disease seizing life from me, you know, it's, it's like, you know, kind of being killed or emotionally killed by, by somebody. And that's kind of what it's about. All right, cool. So we're going to play that song here. Uh, All right. So this is uh, autopsy by Paco is desperate. It's great. You hear that, right? Yep. That's where I get that shoegaze vibe from it. Yeah, it's that chorus that I use on the guitar. Know that you're 
Autopsy by Paco right? <laughs> Fantastic, man. Um, Thank you. you no, no, don't know. I always do this. No. <laughs> <laughs> Just one. You only get one. Um, you only get one. <laughs> so you can find that song on the, the link on screen here. Uh, Paco is desperate.bandcamp.com. Uh, I'm going to make that go away. And yeah. So yeah. Uh, tell me about the song, man. Tell me a little bit more than you didn't tell me before. Well, we recorded it here in Salido uh, at Bike Rack Records, uh, which uh, my buddy Mike and uh, my buddy Mark, they own a studio and operate it here out at Salido. Really awesome guys. Uh, we've recorded pretty much everything we've done full band with them. Um, Mike produced it, and uh, it was the first, that song and the other song on the split, which is called Opal. Those two songs are the first uh, full band recordings of Paco with this new lineup. Uh, so it was like Dan's debut, it was Cole's debut, and Logan's debut, and uh, we, we're super proud of how it all turned out. Um, I think that that song in particular is a great kind of like example or kind of like idea of, of where we're going to kind of try to go in the future. Um, I think we want to get a little bit heavier, a little bit more like, uh, you know, cl closer, I would say, in turn, like more like Thursday, Seosin kind of post-hardcore sound. Um, so that's where I would say we're headed. Um, but that song, I think, is a great sampler of like what we want to do. All right. Nice. Yeah, I never got to listen to Seosin. I think I have their music. I got like one of their albums, but I've never like sat down and listened to it. Sad great day, band. But... Cove, uh, the, the, the old singer Cove is in a new band called Dead American. And I saw them at Frankie's here in Toledo. Uh, last year and Cove is just like he sat outside the venue with us smoked cigarettes and talked about you know music for like 45 50 minutes he's a really cool guy um and his stuff with Seosin is phenomenal all right cool um do you have a do you have a car i do what do you think about when you're alone in your car um well the Mainly, my hope that this that the spider that keeps leaving cobwebs on my windshield won't eat me. Um, <laughs> but uh, also, you know, um, economics. Um, you know, uh, I, I think about a lot of weird things on a regular basis. Um, really, like I'm a nerd. You know, I I'm just a nerd. I think about chemistry and and econ I love chemistry. I love economics. Um, you know, I. I try not to think about things that make me sad a lot. So obviously nothing involving U.S. politics. <laughs> um, yeah. 
because that situation is just yeah uh, that's terrifying um so yeah i do uh, i try to do the same not think about that shit i like to about think about like things that have universal laws that definites you know things that you, you can say with certainty or with facts um because thinking about anything else just drives me crazy yeah all right um neat so tell me about your song car crash car crash in first person uh car crash is from our second lp unraveled which we uh once again recorded at bike rack last year um put that out last september uh it's a song about uh mainly you know at the time that i wrote it i was living with an ex-girlfriend and it was just not a very healthy relationship and i was kind of just living in this state of kind of despair i would say it's a reflection it's a reflection on uh on that to an extent it's a reflection on drug addiction which you know a lot of people who know my story or know paco they know the fact that I have been in recovery from heroin addiction uh, since 2016. Um, you know, the second verse is uh, deals with, with kind of that. And it's a song about feeling stuck. It's a song about feeling like trapped in, in something that you don't exactly know how to get out of. Um, and I think that that's a universal theme that most people can relate to. So that song actually was one of the more popular songs on Unravel just because I feel like a lot of people get that. They know what it, they, they totally understand and relate to that feeling of kind of being trapped. That's crazy, dude. Like, uh, I kind of want to talk about the heroin thing, if you don't mind. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to so open like, man. I'm going to ask like the stupidest question I can think of. And like, what is that like? Like, what what's heroin like? Not that I want to do it because I don't. I just, I'd like to know why. People well, have, it, you ever, have you ever like had an injury to where you know you've had to go to the hospital and get like morphine or get you know like something like that? Mm, I've had morphine before. Okay, so you're, you're like familiar with with how that feels. I guess so. I, don't know, I was kind of young at the time, but yeah, yeah, just you know, generally you have that idea. It's it's opioids are basically you know, I mean, it's a drug that. When, when, I feel like when you hate yourself and you don't um, you don't find any joy in life, you know that that's the drug you turn to is because it makes you numb. It just makes you numb. It makes you things that would be things that drive you crazy or, or make you sad or happy. I mean, it just takes all that away. You know, there there really is no emotion except that numbness. Um, you know, you, you shoot up and it's like everything kind of just drifts away and you know it's indescribable um to an extent all i know is that uh it, it led me to a lot of dark places and i'm really grateful to have stepped away from that and to have been able to get clean because a lot of my friends didn't make it out of addiction alive and um i did uh so i one thing that i try to do with our music with this band is you know, I try to be as much as I can be because I'm, I'm no saying I'm not perfect. I'm not a role. I, I don't like the idea of being a role model. But if, you know, if I can show people that like, hey, even if you're currently addicted to opioids or, you know, you're struggling, like there's life after heroin and it's pretty good. Like you can have a pretty good life post heroin. But if you don't stop, you might never experience that. It's just, it's just such a dangerous time to be a heroin addict because of all the fentanyl that's coming from China. 
um, and it's just killing people. So get out while you can. And uh, I mean, there's life after it. That's wild. Um, yeah. So did you go through a program or did you just stop? Uh, I went through, so I did, I did medical detox. Uh, my particular addiction was severe enough to where I had to go through a medically supervised detox, um, in a facility. Um, after that, I kind of bounced around from a couple rehabs and ended up moving in with my biological mother for a while. Um, that didn't really go well. So, uh, I moved into a sober living house in 2017. I stayed there for a year, did the Alcoholics Anonymous, 12 step, the whole, the whole thing. Um, they, they saved my life, you know, I mean, I did the work, but they basically kind of gave me the guideline, the blueprint, the support, uh, to where I would, I would be able to, you know, make, you know, put the work in and, and take my life back. Um, it wasn't exactly a program per se, um, but it, you know, I was in therapy, I was in counseling, I took medication and, and uh, went to meetings and stuff like that. And it saved my life 100%, no doubt about it. Good, man. I'm glad you could, uh, you said two years sober, right? Uh, since 2016. Okay, so yeah, uh, so in August years. of this year, uh, it'll be four years free of heroin. Dude, that's awesome. Congratulations, man. That's uh, keep being strong. That's awesome. Thanks. Um, that's wild. Yeah. So, um, I'm a little nervous to ask this question, just considering what you've told me so far. But uh, we can always edit that out. Do you do you believe in ghosts? Uh, yeah, hundred percent. Okay, you're like, comfortable talking about that. Do you have any oh, yeah. stories? Okay. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. I, I about asked that right after you told me your mom dad, and I was like, wait a second, don't do that. <laughs> Give it a couple minutes. Uh, <laughs> you're good, man. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm I'm a very hard person to offend, so you wouldn't okay. have you wouldn't have bothered me. <laughs> Yeah, I just I just like looked at it and I almost said it and I was like, wait, sensitivity. <laughs> Be a sensitive <laughs> person. Fuck. <laughs> um, so do you do you have any ghost stories? Oh uh, man, I wish I had some super cool ones, but the most uh, the, the creepiest one that I can really recall uh for you, I'll give you I'll give you one the juiciest one that I have is uh when I was younger, I I'm probably, you know, under ten years old, I'm I'm guessing at least. Um I remember because my the way that my childhood home was set up is uh, it was a two story home. There was a, a staircase that kind of curved at a ninety degree angle, so you went up one, half the steps and then it curved ninety degrees, and you went up the rest of the steps. And then at the top of the stairs, you had my grandma who raised me. I call her mom, so in case you ever get confused when I'm when I'm talking about mom, I'm generally referring to my my grandma. Um, her room was on the right-hand side and my room was on the left-hand side. And then the bathroom was like right before my room. Um, so I remember laying in bed. It was dark. You know, I had the light off and just the TV, the glow of the TV on in my room. And, you know, I woke up out of the, out of a slumber, you know, I, I was, I would say totally conscious, but just kind of had, you know, a little groggy kind of came out of sleep. And like, I hear this very slow footsteps coming up the stairs and, it, you know, just creaking, slow footsteps coming up the stairs. And, you know, my I figured, oh, my grandma's probably, you know, went downstairs to grab something to drink or something, and she's coming back upstairs. So I called out into the hallway, and I'm like, hello? And I didn't get any response. And so I continued to hear the slow, creeping footsteps for what felt like an eternity. It just kept going and, 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 but no, you know, I would call out and be like, hello. And I, and I wouldn't hear anything back. 
and you know being a small child i was absolutely terrified so i didn't actually get up and look um but uh eventually it, it stopped and you know and nothing came of it i think i ended up falling back asleep but uh i had you know i don't think our house was haunted but we did i think we got visited by spirits on occasion because i, I would have these little weird you know not super often but just you know, every so often you'd, you'd have a weird experience in that house. And it was like, hmm, I wonder if some spirit is just kind of like coming in and hanging out for a little bit. Um, that's the juiciest one that I can think of. Um, there's another one where my the, the, the house that my aunt lived in, you know, I, I would go over there sometimes and she would, you know, I'd stay with them for a weekend or, or whatever, um, kind of give my grandma a little bit of a break from me and stuff. And uh, that house was 100% haunted. And I remember one time waking up, and at the bottom of the stairs, just seeing this apparition. Uh, and it was clearly nobody that lived in the house or that we knew. And she was, it was a woman. She was just standing at the bottom of the stairs. And then she just shut the door, you know, at the bottom of the stairs, not violently or in a scary way. She's just like, you know, just like any other person would, would shut a door normally. And I remember being young and that just absolutely scaring the living hell out of me. That's crazy. So like you, you got up, walked to the staircase, and you looked down, and there was a there was a ghost. Clear as day, clear as day. That's really the only time in my life I can recall seeing a full apparition. But absolutely, it was there. Clear it was as like day. transparent. It was very faint, kind of like um, they were definitely opaque. You know, you could see you could see through. Um, but you know, it was just a faint outline of a woman. She had white clothes on, like a white gown. And, you know, just long flowing kind of curlier hair, um, you know, very like small, frail woman, um, but definitely clear as day. You know, I, I, I can remember it. I can picture it in my head even to this day. And this was probably 14, 15 years ago. That's fucking nuts. Um, that's crazy. So was it, were the lights on or was it glowing in the dark? What, what, what was the deal? The light was not on. Um, and it was, and it was dark, but there was a, not just of a faint light down the stairs because that there was light coming through from the living room. And, uh, you know, she, I wouldn't say she was glowing. She was more so, I mean, just look like, you know, imagine you open a picture in Photoshop and you just turn the opacity to like 50%. <laughs> That's the best way I can describe it. I mean, not totally translucent, but definitely not, you know, in physical sense, all there. That's crazy. I, I wish I knew how to use Photoshop so I could know what you're talking about, but I don't. <laughs> um, I barely know how to use GIMP. Um, <laughs> yeah, I've, I've gotten really into graphic design over the past year, so I, I make a lot of graphic design comparisons. That's crazy. That's really cool. Um, couple, what was it, like 2018, I think? I had this dude on the show, I think it was 2019, and he was telling me one of his ghost stories. And he ended up showing me like he i pulled up uh he told me his his sister uh had the crazier ghost story and i was like all right well tell me and he was like all right well you know she was playing guitar one time and she had it on video and we got a ghost sighting and i was like where is this video he's like he sent me a link and i brought it up in the show and I, you can like see it on screen uh and like we watched the video and it was like the craziest ghost sighting i've ever seen in my life dude um it's uh like you actually see like a ghost person thing walk past this girl behind her while she's playing guitar and it does not look edited. 
like yeah. it, it looks realistic as fuck. I, I watched it like three times and I could not oh, I, find any editing. I a hundred percent believe in, in, in ghosts. I mean, not just because of my own personal experience, but just because like, I think that it wouldn't really, it doesn't in, in terms of my understanding of the world and, you know, I won't get into the religious aspects of anything just cause I don't really even feel like it's relevant, but my understanding of the world, it would be foolish to think that there aren't ghosts that there, I, I think there's aliens too. So I'm, I'm kind of a believer in all things supernatural. I, I, I love that stuff. A huge mo- horror movie fan, any good juicy conspiracy stuff. I'm always into like, I, I love that stuff, man. Cool. Uh, what's your biggest conspiracy that I believe? Yeah. Um, gosh. Uh, well, I, I, I certainly, I, I tend to believe that there are, oh God, I mean, most of my conspiracies are all relating to this kind of criticism that I have of capitalism in general. So I, I believe that there's like a larger, faction of ri- very rich individuals that that pull a lot of the strings behind oh, the scenes yeah man that's well, obvious oh well, yeah i know right like that's what i'm saying like it's not really like a super juicy one it's just like i i don't tend to like the alex jones kind of conspiracies i i'm not really i don't buy into those but like i definitely have some uh some i put some consideration into whether or not some of the, sh- the shit that, that crazy motherfucker has said is maybe he's got a point on some stuff and then on other stuff he's just like blatantly like a, i think you know, i think that maybe for a long time uh the alex jones that he was he was right about a lot of stuff i don't know yeah. a lot of them but like, i think he's been unfairly demonized like, i think he's in somebody's pocket now and now yeah. they're like, All right, take this even, and make it crazy as fuck, so nobody believes it. And him and him and uh, him and Trump are are, are friends. Um, so I think that probably a lot of the, the crap he spews anymore is is all Donald Trump based. You know, so. I definitely think that a while ago, like when he was when he had to go to court and shit, and uh, I think a while ago, like somebody like took him aside and was like, "Hey, if you don't cut it out, we're gonna kill you." So he like yeah. took now what he's doing, I think, is he's, he's he's being controlled. He's like, Yeah, you can do your thing, but you gotta make it absolutely fucking ridiculous. He's, he's driving he's it. driving tanks to like Hillary Clinton book signings and stuff like that. Like I just don't I feel like the things that he once felt passionate about, he doesn't he definitely isn't as passionate about now. And and that could be because, you know, somebody took him aside and basically said, Shut your mouth or you know, I mean people like that though are, are if there is like a super, you know, secret government ran by dark individuals in the shadows or whatever, like somebody like Alex Jones would be a great puppet for them. Yeah. Especially to make to ridicule and make like him think that they're, you know, people think that he's crazy because then when he tells the truth about stuff, people will just write it off as like, he's crazy. Yeah. 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 That's definitely what I think is happening. Um, yeah, because I, I haven't seen his thing on 9-11, which I, I want to. I just haven't gotten around to seeing it. I think it's called Roads to Tyranny. Yeah. But, uh, apparently he put a good little thing uh, that's decent about the whole 9-11 stuff. Like his uh, his thing on it a while yeah, ago. I, I, don't like into the, I don't buy into the 9-11 stuff either. I, I'm, I, I just don't. I don't. I think that you know like people who say stuff like the moon landing's fake and 9-11 was a government consp- I, I don't buy into that i i think that it just what happened happened you know now whether or not the government had advanced knowledge of it 
that's something that's still, I think, an open question. But I don't think the government was directly responsible for it. Yeah, I don't. I don't know either. I just like to look into other sources of like people research people have done and all kinds of stuff. I don't know. It, it interests me. Oh yeah, um, always always question the official narrative. Yeah. Uh. So yeah, that's enough of that. Before I get myself canceled. But um. <laughs> sweet. So. I gotta scroll down here. Uh, all right. So, if you could trade places with any other person for a week, famous or not, living or dead, real or fictional, who would it be? Oh, um, you know, I mean, I feel like this is such a cliche, boring answer. The one that I want to go with, so I want to think about it for a second. I, I would love to. Uh, I think it would be really interesting to like be JFK during like the last couple weeks of his life i think it would be interesting to be uh you know somebody like 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 a kurt cobain or an eddie vetter during the peak of grunge when they were when they were packing a thousand hundred thousand people in an arena and stuff like that and to feel that kind of power in a room because rock music just doesn't really compel people like that anymore i think the closest band in terms of rock music anymore like that is my chemical romance um, cause they're, they're absolutely killing it with their tickets and stuff. Hopefully their tour still gets to happen. Uh, who knows with, with this COVID stuff, but, um, or I think it would be interesting to maybe like, I don't know. There's just so many things that have happened that I would like to know more about from the perspective of somebody who was there, like, um, maybe like Roswell. You know, like somebody that was involved with that or had witnessed that, I think it would be interesting to trade places with and get a firsthand account of what happened there. Because I think there's some answers there that I'd like to know. Yeah, that'd be pretty neat, especially with the Roswell thing. Uh, shout out to Don Garrett, who may or may not be still launching. I don't know. He commented a while back, and I was just checking the Facebook, and apparently his comments weren't coming up on StreamYard for some okay. reason. So, but yeah, whoever that is. Uh, Hey, um, Hi, Don. sweet. So, uh, what are some ways you want to improve your musical skills? Uh, well, I think, I think vocally, um, a lot of my, in, if you know, I, I'm, I'm very, I have a lot of pride in, in my musical talent. Um, but there are things that I'm insecure about, like my vocals. I think I, I want to spend a lot of time as we kind of work on planning on you know doing our next record or whatever we do uh, i want to spend a lot of time focusing on the vocals and making sure that those are you know i want to spend a lot of time working on improving those the cool thing is like taylor our manager is obviously the singer of handguns and he is a phenomenal singer i feel like i can learn a lot from um and in more i guess i want to write more i want to get a little bit more technical with my rhythm guitar parts not have them be so just based on chords um a lot of my favorite post-hardcore guitar players are very they like to do like little runs and licks and stuff that they throw in with their chords that i think i want to explore some of that math rock guitar players too i'm really inspired by i just want to get a little bit more technical and focus more on like that vocal approach and making sure that that's you know because i i I think i'm a great singer i just want to make sure that some of the pitchiness and stuff of older records, you know, that guy, that kind of gets washed away. We can, you know, really narrow that down to something I'm, I'm happy with. All right. Sweet. Um, if you won the lottery, what would you do with the money? 
probably give the majority of it away. Um, I am not somebody that needs a lot of money to be happy. I'd like to be comfortable. Um, I'd probably get a ranch in the Oregon mountains with like 17 dogs and never talk to anybody again. 17, huh? Yeah. Yeah. I love dogs. And I want as all the puppies. Give me all the puppies. <laughs> cool. Um, so if, uh, what are your goals for the next few years? Uh, I want to, I want this band to become a full-time touring rock band and, uh, I'd love to do music as, you know, music and entertainment and just the various things that, you know, company that, uh, I'd like to do that full time. Um, I want to, uh, you know, I'd, I'd love to move, I'd love to get a house, like a nice house with a garden and, you know, have something like that for me and my girlfriend and, um, 17 dogs. That's, I already said that, um, as, as one does. Yes, yes. You got to have all the dogs. Um, really, I, you know, I, I just want to, I want to start, you know, I want to start my career. Not that it hasn't already started, but I want to really start my career and start building, I guess, a legacy or a body of work that I can look back on in 20 years and be like, I'm glad that I, I was able to contribute that to the world, you know. Fantastic. Using a scale of one to 10, rate yourself on how weird you are. 10. Really? Yeah, I'm I'm fucking insane, dude. <laughs> Why? I'm just very I, I'm I love the kaleidoscopic aspects of life. Um I don't take anything too seriously. I love to laugh. Um and my sense of humor is absurd and just very goofy. Um and I just I'm a weird individual. I have weird, you know I, I my various mental illnesses, you know, I, I like to call them mental thrillnesses. Um but I'm just a strange guy. <laughs> All right, cool. Uh, strange or crazy experiences? Go. Uh, in in terms of any particular anything just particular you're looking for? Craziest thing you've ever felt or experienced? I don't know. Um. Oh, that's a that's a good one. See, now you, you gave me one that's going to stump me a little bit. It, it was pretty. It was pretty crazy. Um. You know, some of the shows that I've gotten to play have been pretty nuts, like playing with the Funeral Portrait. They just got signed to uh, Better Noise Records. That was really fun. They're a great band. Um, you know, when we did the CD release show for Unraveled, um, we, we put like a, we packed like 100 people in that in the in Frankie's. And that was super cool. Um, you know, it was a very emotional night as well. Um, yeah, I mean, life in general is crazy. Just the various, you know, like, like meeting Taylor and, and some of the people in the business that I've, I've had the pleasure of meeting and getting to know, like, uh, we played a show with, uh, Eddie, Eddie Reyes, uh, last year. He's the, one of the founding guitar players for taking back Sunday. That was crazy getting to meet him and, and just, you know, he told us good that and <laughs> that floored me. So I'm not, a, I'm not a super hard person to kind of floor. I'm, I'm very, I when things happen that I that I appreciate, I just I'm usually just a total emotional crying mess about them. So that's awesome. Uh, well, Eddie is in another band, right? Uh, he is no longer in Fate. Um, I'm not really sure what he's doing right now, but he's no longer with the band that I played with last year. Oh, okay. Huh, well, that's neat. Um, what is something you would say to somebody who wants to play music or make music, but lacks inspiration? Uh, they lack inspiration. Yeah. Uh, find a new field. If you're not inspired, 
you should find something else to do. Unfortunately, I mean, music is uh, what we do is something that requires passion, persistence, and uh, and inspiration. Um, in terms of inspiring yourself, listen to something you want to normally listen to. Listen to a band or an artist that is out of your comfort, you know, your comfort zone, and uh, and find something you appreciate about it. Um, that always worked for me when I didn't feel super inspired is, you know, I'd, I'd throw on something that I hadn't heard before or something that I maybe wouldn't normally listen to. And, and you can take something out of every piece of music or, or you know, there's something that you can, you can get from that. Um, that's what I would say. All right, cool. Yeah, it's a little different than what I usually get. So neat. Um, yeah, you kind of put me off when you just said, "Just quit." <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, really, like, you know, if you're not if you're not inspired, then find seriously. You're in a creative field. If you want to be a musician, this is a creative field. Creativity requires inspiration. If you're not inspired, get inspired or find something else to do. All right, cool. Um, do you have any interesting impressions? Um, do you know the Churdleys guys? You ever watch the Churdleys videos? No. Okay. Well, Churdley, they're like a comedy troupe. I don't know, they, to me, they remind me a lot of like the whitest kids you know, kind of like a more modern version of the whitest kids you know. Um, but the uh, Trevor Trevor Wallens does the chat character, and I do a, a pretty decent impression of, of him um, when he like in the video where they're at, where he's on the beach. He's like, uh, how's it go? He's like, uh, what, this, is this is great. This is a great, this is a great day. day. Off. It's a great day off. Nah, dude. Ah, life's a beach in your hair, dude. Ah, life's a bitch, dude. <laughs> <laughs> what? Okay. You gotta watch the videos. It's too funny. <laughs> yeah, I'll have to check it out. What is it called? It's uh, Nah, dude, beach by by Churdleys. <laughs> he does this character chat, and he's like, I guess he's like, like every day is tough because I don't have a job because my dad pays for everything. <laughs> That's wild. All right, cool. <laughs> No, dude. Life's a peach in your hair, dude. I gotta look this up real quick. What is it? You said what's it called again? Hold on. Nah, nah, dude. Beach. I gotta look this up. Nah. Oh, this is great. It's a great day off. What's up, little beach? What's up, little beach? Life's a peach in your hair. Mm. He's buried in sand. This yeah. It's a great day off. <laughs> what? These are two no, dudes. Dude. No, dude. dude. Life's a bitch and you're here, dude. Dude, life's a bitch now, dog. I'm here to F off your day. This is my day off, dude. You're not supposed to be here. Ain't no Ferris Bueller here because you get no days off, bitch. Well, actually, every day is a day off because I don't have a job because my dad pays for everything. Dude, you want to see a hermit crap? Oh, look, dude. Are you flipping me off? Dude, stop flipping me off. I'm flipping you off down here. Wait. Oh, I, got a, I got a foot cramp, though. Oh, there we go. I think I just shit myself. I'm going to pee on you, dude. I farted in your direction. Dude, I'm going to drop boobs on you, dude. You're going to look like a girl. Did you just swing at me? I'm going to. All right, that's enough of that. That was so weird. <laughs> yeah, those guys are great. Seconds, yeah. They always just need a laugh. Charlie's is always good for a laugh, dude. That was so strange. <laughs> What's this one? I got it. Ah, oh, first day of school. The sun's out. Everyone's smiling. Yes, dude. Yes. 
Welcome to school, bitch. What are you doing here, dude? Oh, me? I don't know. Maybe I'm just on haul duty, bro. You went from lawn duty to haul duty, dude? Yeah. It's called a promotion, idiot. Google it. You got to get a real job, bro. The only job I need is kicking your ass, bro. Let me see that haul pass. I don't got haul pass, dude. This ain't Degrassi, bro. Degrassi? Time to kick some assy, bro. You want to see these biceps? Dude. Why don't you become a rapper instead of a frat boy? Frat boy? More like your mom's toy. See, I'll do it all day, dude. Dude, stop. You're making me cry a little bit. You're fogging these shades up. Let, let. You're making me angry, dude. See, they had their hall passes. Where's yours? I got philosophy at one. I got to get in there, dude. You got philosophy? I got some philosophy for you right now. One, two. You're an idiot. That's all right. That was one minute. Okay. <laughs> I just, if you watched it, that last one was, uh, let me see that hall pass. <laughs> Let me see the hall pass. <laughs> yeah, dude, you will you will find yourself in a YouTube poll with Shirtleys, man. They are so funny. That was weird. Uh, you could just see the people in the video like looking at him so weirdly, like they're just <laughs> like, "What are you doing?" Some of those like, people are in on it, but some of them aren't, and that's it's beautiful. Like you just see the pure, genuine mystification of people that are watching. Like, what is happening? Yeah, that was strange. Um. All right, cool. So, life's a bitch in your head. <laughs> That's crazy. Uh, so, what is the favorite thing? Uh, what is your favorite thing in the world, or something you can't live without? Uh, pizza. Um, okay. I'm sorry, I'm plugging my phone in. It's like 15 percent here. Yeah, I'm don't let that guy. I'm gonna navigate over here to the charger. Yeah. Okay. Um, pizza is great. Um, dogs. Um, dogs for sure. I'd say pizza and dogs and my girlfriend. Sweet. Yeah. <laughs> so, so I I invited somebody on the show yesterday, and. Like this dude, I this this girl hit me up, right? Wanting to sell me weed. And I was like, nah, I'm all set, but do you know any rappers? And she's like, Yeah, why? I was like, I'm looking for people to have on my show. And she's like, Oh, cool. I'll let this guy know. And uh she gives me this dude to hit up. So I had him on Facebook and I go, Hello? And he take a day later, a full day later, he says, Yo, quarter pound for four hundred, let me know. <laughs> I was like, What? Like, okay. Like, <laughs> yeah, that, that sounds like a lot of rappers I know. <laughs> it's like, oh my god, right over your head. Um, <laughs> trying to promote you. They're, for they're free, about that like, life, bro. They're about that life. Don't don't knock this man's hustle. It's like I'm trying to give you free promotion, and you're trying to sell me shit. The <laughs> fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> um, but that's all right. Uh. Yo, Zay Reels, if you're you're out there, like, come on the fucking show. Um, so yeah. Anyways, uh, so you you want to you can't live without dogs, huh? Yeah, no, I think life would be so painful and sad without puppies. Um, puppies bring me an exorbitant amount of joy. Cats are better. Fight me. Cats are great too. I'm a little allergic. Uh, uh, so not as oh, big so on the cats. Uh, so it's a, it's a, it's a, what do you call that? A practical love. Yeah. 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 No. I, I love cats for... too. I, my girlfriend has a cat. Her name is Miss Kitty. She's fabulous. I named my cat Kitty. 
Very original. Yes. <laughs> um, no, nah, it's I uh I don't have that kitty anymore. But yeah, um when I was in Tennessee I had a little kitty that I named Kitty. Um See, I, that, this is why I I generally probably shouldn't name animals because like I would name a cat like Jerome, you know, or like Jerome, <laughs> or like or like Steve, you know. Yeah. I think animals with real people names are funny, especially like people names that aren't like super common. <laughs> like I was gonna name this cat like 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 Gertrude or like or like like I don't know. Um, I'm trying to think of like some fun names. Uh, like maybe like Hal or like okay. Tom. I would name a dog Thomas or Ro- like Roger. <laughs> What's your dog's current name? I don't have any dogs. My girlfriend has what? two dogs, Myra and Tigger. I I don't have a, a, a pet friendly apartment, so oh, I, okay. I I can't do animals. Unfortunately, gotcha. that's why I said I want the house, man. I want the ranch and with Oregon. Seventeen dogs. With seventeen dogs. That literally life goals. All right, cool. Nice. Hope you get that, man. Me too. Um, <laughs> so, do you have any questions for me? Uh, if you could be any pasta, which pasta would you be? Penne. I'm, I'm amazed at how just off the cuff you had that answer ready. That's it's the only that's pasta I know, bro. <laughs> well, I mean, that helps. You know? <laughs> okay. okay, if you could be... Uh, if you could be any animal, what animal would you be? Cat. Yeah, okay. All right. All right. I was hoping you'd have an exciting answer like an octopus or a giant squid, but cat works. I don't like fish. Oh, I love fish. Fish freak me out, especially octopuses. You know they can fit through like a one-inch hole? Fuck that shit. They also shoot ink, which is terrifying. Yeah. Anything that shoots anything is terrifying. Yeah, yeah. Fuck cops. <laughs> yeah, okay. I'm uh, so serious. Fuck cops. That that if I could if I could come on here with any good Christian message for you, my man, it's fuck cops. All right. And that's all the time we have for today. <laughs> no. Um but we are getting close to the the end here. Um so if you have anything else, anybody in the comments wants to ask anything, now would be the time. But uh, yeah, do you have anything else? Uh, follow my band and uh, support the band. And okay, okay. I got, I got no fight here. Is that a special guest? That that's my girlfriend. Yeah, she's she's just like you know, there's a light here. Get her on the uh, show. Get her on the show. Uh, she's already. She's, we were, get her. Get her on the show. Do you want to be on the show, Dripsy? Says not really, but thank you. All right, we'll tell her to stop interrupting my show then. <laughs> I'll let her know. <laughs> um. All right. No, but for real. Um. Uh, real quick. What's the last? Uh, no, that's not what I wanted to say. Last question is. Uh. What's the funniest thing that happened to you recently? Uh, well, actually, this morning, um, I, I just recently bought this very nice denim jacket. As you can see, me and my girlfriend got matching ones because we're cute as fuck. And uh, so I went to go put this jacket on this morning. And I'm like, huh, 
this jacket feels weird. I was trying to put on a pair of pants as a denim jacket. And uh, that is just basically the most on-brand thing that could have possibly happened to me today. What, uh, what are you putting on a shirt? What, which arm do you put in first? Um, well. Gotcha. Um, I, I've never even thought about that. But I will tell you this. Toilet Toby, paper Toby. roll goes under, not over. And that's facts. Like, so, like, no, it goes over. You're wrong. No, you see, this is what I was afraid would happen, because now we're going to argue. It's No, it goes over. Okay, okay, okay. Th- does, it, does a paper towel tube have one hole or two? Ah, oh, damn it. Uh, I know... Stumped him. <laughs> so, it's... I just needed to work this out. I've heard this argument, and there really is no real answer, but I'm pretty sure Bill Nye answered it. I disagree with him. Bill Nye is one continuous There's one one continuous hole, but there are two openings. I'd say that's fair. Yes. I'm, I'm one hole gang. One hole gang for sure. So if you go through what <laughs> a door opens from both sides, man. <laughs> yeah, we are we are both of our ADHD is is clearly coming full full through 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 full force. Gosh, can I talk today? Blah, blah, blah. That's crazy. All right, man. Well, real quick, just shout out anything you want. Uh, plug all the stuff. Uh, shout out. Uh, uh, all my ba- my bandmates because they're great. Uh, shout out all of our fans, all of our friends. You know, thanks for supporting us. It really means the world. We have the new split available with Brown Maple. Uh, support Brown Maple because they're fucking great and they're from Toledo and they're good buddies of ours. Support them. Uh, support. Uh, there's another band from Adrian, Michigan called Nicotated that are good friends of ours. Support them as well. Uh, Divorce Horse from Canton, Ohio. Love them. Casket Company. Dead Cassette from Akron, Ohio. V Trigger. Dead Cassette. Dead Cassette. Hook me up. I want. I want. I want to get him on cassette. <laughs> I will. I, I'll get you. Uh, I'll get you in touch with uh, with uh, Corbin. He's their guitar player. He's a great guy. Sweet. Um, I like that band name, Dead Cassette. Oh, they're uh, stellar. Did you have any more? I kind of interrupted you. Um, shouts out. Um, um, Viper and Lil B for always holding it down. Um. Will be the base god. Will be the base god. Thank you, base god. Um, bitch mom task force. Bitch mom task force. Uh, represent. Uh, protect Will be at all costs. Um, let me think here. That's about it that I can think of. I mean, there, I could go on and name bands and, and friends of ours and stuff for an hour, and you know, I, I would still forget people. So I, I need to stop getting myself in this predicament. Um, <laughs> shout out everybody. Thank you for existing. You're great. Sweet. All right, cool. Um, well, Ashley, I want to thank you for coming on the show. It's been a my pleasure. fantastic time talking to you. Yeah, um, my pleasure. Sweet. So, everybody? Uh, Stream the split. This... What? Stream the split on yes. Spotify. Stream the split. Yeah, yes. we need that Spotify money, yo. Yes. It's all about the money. Yeah, um, the four-tenths of a cent per stream. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Mm, four-tenths. Yes. Um, all right, cool. So, yeah, thanks for coming on the show, man. It's been good talking to you. 
everybody sorry that i was late (laughs) yeah uh, almost 30 minutes that's fine um (laughs) i'm kidding uh you were only 15 minutes late um that's okay though so yeah everybody this is ashley ryan nunley a musician from ohio he's also the vocalist and guitarist for the band paco is desperate this what are you doing i'm giving kisses to everybody okay I've never do that before. I don't know aggressively, how aggressively on the mouth with tongue. Okay. Uh, me too. <laughs> <laughs> um, this is the hey, how's it going, Joe?